0: beloved. Today we will be listening to Sovereign Grace Ecclesia's series on Ephesians, All Things in Christ. I highly encourage you to really take note of everything we will be studying here so it will be clearer and more meaningful for us when we get to certain points as we navigate through the pages and lines of what most theologians would call as the most elegant of all Paul's writings. So sit back. Get your Bibles ready and open your heads and your hearts to receive by faith the authoritative and sufficient Word of God. Again, this is Ephesians, all things in Christ. Solus Christus. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Let's open our Bibles in Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter (coughs) 2. As what Pastor Twister mentioned, uh, we are going through the book of Ephesians, and so far, as we have seen, the grace of God is really great. As explained by Paul in chapter 1, the blessings that we have received in Christ in the heavenly places, uh, makikita naton sa kaklaro, katama na uh, ang salvation gali naton hindi lang sa ito sa ito maghambal, It was from the Father in the Son and we are given the Holy Spirit as, as a guarantee. Ang sining inheritance kaming ara kita, nabatuno naton sa uliin, which is the salvation of our souls. We are now second chapter sa Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 2 and isa sa mga ko sa mga personal journey journey sa Gino you know, is that I realized how my heart is really dull when it comes to gratitude with the Lord I don't know if you can relate with me but uh, often times I know when, when times nakabalo ko dapat uh, dapat joyful ko, gratitude ang gratitude to dapat sa gino ara, dapat gapusalamat ko sa ya sa yang mga bugay sa But my heart is dull. My heart is not joyful. My heart is not happy. And I realized na ang ininga struggle is not just with me. I, I think this is also true with every one of us we too are struggling with keeping our hearts in the state of gratitude. So what, what do we do? What do we do when our hearts it's not right? When our hearts is not uh, thankful sa mga bugay sang ginoo sa ating nakabuhin? And the answer that I realized is, simple lang get. we have to remind ourselves sa bugay sang Dios. And that is what exactly Paul is doing here. He is reminding them, sang grasya, sang power, sang ginoo, especially in chapter 2. What he is is doing actually is that in chapter 2 verse 1 to 10, he is showing sang grace, sang power, sang ginoo in saving individuals. And then in chapter 2 verse 11, until the end of the chapter, he is showing some salvation, some greatness, and powers you know, in uniting Jews and Gentiles. And then in chapter 3, he will tell us that ever since some mysteries that are you reveal, know, this has always been part of the plan of God. That Gentiles should be part of the kingdom of God. That they, are, they belong to the people that Christ died for. And praise God, why? Because we belong in that category. We two were Gentiles. Pero sa subunga, nga, subunga hapon, ang tonalang nato is Ephesians 2, verses 1 to 10. Pero ang tonalang na nato is Ephesians 1 to 3. Ang ino pa ni Paul, in order to show them sang grace, sang power, sang ginoo, is that he contrasts who they were and who they are now by the grace of God. In verses 1 to 3, Paul tells them, this is your previous condition. You were dead." sins. And then, in the following verses, verse 4 until verse 7, he tells us, but God in His great mercy made us alive together with Christ in the heavenly places. And then in verse 8 to 10, he summarizes the point, for by grace you have been saved through faith. In other words, ginapakita ni Pablo aton ang the whom, ang powers yung ino magsalva, in making us alive together with Christ in the heavenly places. At the same time, kita more reason to bless God. Which, ang unang hambalit, diba sa, sa ano pina ka 1st na ginya, exhortation in verse 3 chapter 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Nakita natin sa chapter 2, verse 6. Hambalit Pablo, and raised us up with Him and seated us with Him, referring to Christ, in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This is actually related with what Paul earlier mentioned in chapter 1. Ang bali Pablo sa prayer niya sa chapter 1 verses 15 to 23, he was praying, isa sa mga prayer ni Paul, especially in verse 19, is that the Ephesians would know the strength of the might of God would know the power of God manifested in them. And ang ka uh, ginambalik ko, uh, ang manifestation, sa powers ang ginoo, you know, reading from chapter 1, verse 19 to 22, that, and what is the surpassing greatness of His power toward us who believe? These are in accordance with the working of the strength of His might, which He brought about in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and seated Him in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority name and and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age but also in the one to come. And he put all things in subjection under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So during a portion, Paul tells us that Christ has been raised up and seated in the heavenly places. And it is not an accident. But in the next section of his letter, he tells us that we were also raised up with Christ and seated us with Him in the heavenly places. Paul is showing actually that ang salvation natin is by the power and the grace of God. And ang pinaka-dakawit nga, nga manifestation sa power isang, you know, is the resurrection of Christ. And then in chapter 2 verse 1 to 10, Ang, ang next nga, nga pointer ni Pablo sa gracia, sa divine grace ang Ginoo is in raising us from death to life. Who we were and who we are now in Christ. By reminding them of who they were, actually, By reminding them who they were, in contrast with who they are now, Paul is actually showing to them a further manifestation of God's power and grace to them in Christ. More reasons for you to bless God and to see the power of God. Now you may be asking, why? why, Why is Paul doing this? Isa, to increase our gratitude in God. To increase our gratitude in God. When we see who we were, and we see how God has worked in our lives, lang, ato, puso, in praise sa pagsugod ni sa letter niya. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessings in Christ in the heavenly places. And then, ginpagka ni Pablo ang ang salvation sa Ino, nga halim pa sa eternity past. And then, ang assurance na i-fulfill niya ina through the, through the guarantee niya ginahatag sa ito, which is the Holy Spirit. And so, under niya natin, uh, isa sa mga rason ni Paul, why is reminding them who they were, and who they are, in contrast with who they are, is that kinapatahas ng gratitude sa tagi-busoon nila. At the same time, he wants to show the gloriousness of the grace of God. Chapter two, verse seven. Number one, so that in the ages to come, he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Now, take note. Number one, so that in the ages to come, so that kung magabog ng chimpo watawata sa langit, ipikitama unta wonder sa kuan ng magrating grass na siyono sa ato. Isa sa mga sa mga pointer sanggrasyas ang ginoo is in His making us alive while we were still dead now I'm saying that for us to see na may continuity ang fault ni Paul ginapagay ang chapter 2 sa chapter 1 para makita natin kung anong gustuhin mo ni Pablo ni Pablo sa ila now if we want to grow in gratitude to God we must have a clear vision of His glorious grace that is, we must know, and we must understand, and we must accept who we were and who we are now by His grace. So, subukan napaon. Pongosan nato ng first part lang, sa argument ni Paul. Who we were? And ang sabat ni Paul is simply legit, dead in transgressions. And Reading from chapter two, verse one to three, and you were dead. Lord, napakabay kami. Nga matulanti naman, hindi lang magpinalar sa utok naman, tapos mapatsyagat sa tingin po sa oma. So, latang naman yung gratitude, tagang naman yung joy, tagang naman yung pagtulog, magpag-itsindi sa mga grasya, mas maglapay. Because hindi that mga grasya is glorious. We pray that in our study of who we were, our sinfulness, mas ma- Highlight kung ano nga namin ang mga bigay sa akin. Mas ang kung ano nga sa si Christ. Please Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Simple lang ang main idea sa ato niya sermon sa kung hapon. We were dead in sins. Dead in sins. Paul says, and you were dead in your trespasses and sins. What does that mean? Simply put, you were dead because of your trespasses and sins. Because you are trans- trespassing against God, transgressing against God, and you are sinning against God, you are living a life of sin, Paul declares, you are dead. You are dead. Ang language ni death it does not mean physical death. It means spiritual death. It is used... Metaphorically, in other words. It is the same thing sa ngambal ni Christ sa, sa Luke 15 of the prodigal son. Now my son, before my son was dead, but now he is alive. It's the same thing sa 1 Timothy 5.6 ngambal ni, 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 ni Pablo sa babae, go with me to, to 1 Timothy 5.6 I want us to see ang deadness, ang spiritual deadness, uh, hindi niya siya uh, makik-an sa lang a text alone. First Timothy 5, 6 tells us verse 5, Now she who is a widow indeed and who has been left alone has fixed her hope on God and continues in, in entreaties and prayers night and day. But she who gives herself to wanton pleasure is dead even while she lives. What does that imply? Simply put, uh, it does not mean physically alive ka Spiritually alive kaman. It could be that you are alive in your sin but your spirit is dead as far as when it comes to God. At mm-hmm. ang mga ni Pablo, ang condition sang tao apart from the grace of God is spiritual death. As sin is an act of rebellion against God. As sin separates us from God. So sin makes us spiritually dead in colossians chapter 2 verse 12 to 13 paul says the same thing colossians chapter 2 verse 12 to 13 having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised up with him through faith in the working of god who raised him from the dead when you were dead in your transgressions in the uncircumcision of your flesh He made you alive together with Him Having forgiven us all our transgressions Ang kondisyon niyo, you were dead In your transgressions In the uncircumcision of your heart The term uncircumcision of your heart Is actually an Old Testament term For a heart na in rebellion against sa Dinoo. It is used for those people Na, na wala asang pagtuo sa Dios. It speaks of those people in the Old Testament who were identified as wicked and evil and in an act of rebellion against God. Ang, ang ko tao is uncircumcised. That is, it's filthy. That is, it is not sanctified. Isa sa mga promesa sa Old Testament, with regard sa pag-abot ni Cristo, you will see that in Jeremiah 31, is that ang tao-tagaan sa mabag-unga tagi-puso-on. I-circumcise sang Dios ang tagi-puso-on sa tao. That is, itakson ang mga sala-bira sa iya. Tinluan siya. So that he can have communion with God. And so, this is a clear teaching in the Bible. Man, apart from God, is dead. But you know what? There are many people who would like to deny this. In church history, there were people like the Pelagians. Pelagius is against Augustine, and he was denying a man is dead. Yeah. Kung kita ka na sa mga meme, nga, yeah. sa ref codes ng meme, ang tao nga patay, bones na lang siya, sa duma, sang baybay, ginitsahan siya sa saldovina, kagahambal si Pelagius sa kilid niya kuhaan ng kwa kuhaan sa salbabida, kaya muna makasalbar sa inyo. That is illustrating sa point ni Augustine nga, hindi. Ang pahay so spiritually dead, hindi nang siya actually dalutaw tao sa babaw, ato siya pinakadalong dalong sa dagat na kinanglan siya sa lumon, sang Dios Diyos katwaon in saving him. They were also in the latter part of the century ang mga Susinians. They were against sa mga reformers sa mga that affirm sang spiritual deadness ng tao. And they were teaching ang uh, tao is not so much dead na kaya niya actually mag-choose sa Diyos. But Paul disagrees with all of them. But Paul, you are dead in your transgressions and your sins. Notice, what the people, you were almost dead. Or you are close to death. But Paul pronounces with all authority from the Holy Spirit, you are dead your transgressions. For us, Christians, our choice na is whether we accept it or not. Will we accept nga conditions ang apart from that, Or will we try to deny and fight over the scriptures? Ng klaro-klaro, from Genesis until Revelation, nga si Adan, uh, na gano'ng ha, nga si Adan right after niya nagsala si Dios, sa Diyos na nag sa Gino'o kila niya may offense na nag-isa sa Gino'o kung ba sa Gino'o sa Adam kung ka ako magkawal, kasi na mapatay ka huwag sa patay physically at napatayan niya ng spiritual niya ng communion sa Gino'o nga katakot tapos ang mga wicked people sa Old Testament ha how does that spiritual deadness in our experience today do you have people na na pag-share mo sa gospel sa nila? Graphing na pagpalangga po sa nila but they are unresponsive? What does that show us? That man apart from God is spiritual dead. It is clear. The fact nga ba ni Paul sa Ephesians 2 verse 5, you give man a life ka? Kung natawagin ito, na yung Ephesians 2, 1 to 10, makita niyo kung itunan niyo sa sa perspective sa mga verbs lang, talan talan nga passive verbs, mga passive verbs ay muna ng na babatong sa action, talan talan nga passive verbs ay ara- in arag related sa tao and talan talan nga active verb is are related sa Dios. ang aya ang aya yun is na tigali, sa tuwak maitang mga, abalik po you were dead in your transgressions and sins, pero ini-justify niya tigarilyon, kung bakit alam mo nga, actually ang ilad deadness and their sins implies that they are so much alive in their sins. They're so much alive in their sins that the only thing na parang pwede masalvar sila is if God by His mercy will make them alive in Christ. And so I want us to be kung gusto ko git sa aton na pinsan na kung wala si Kristo, pag hindi mag ang Dios sa aton we are dead. The fact niya dead kita implies na hindi natin ma-make ourselves alive. Ang gino-ho, ang outside of us needs to make us alive. As proof sa ilang spiritual deadness because of their sins, Paul listed sa mga major influences ng kabuhin nila Ngayon na ginapanglakaton pa nila sa lunas ang taara sila sa sala. Ang pinaka-first give niya influence sa ngilang sinful lifestyle was that they lived according verse, verse 1 in your trespasses and sins verse 2 in which you formerly ang balik formerly na sila muna subo because of verse 4 and 5 God made them alive so in which you formerly walked past tense according to the course of this world so ang punto ang tao before siya being made alive some Diyos, is so much alive in his sin, that he lives according to the course of this world. He lives according to the course of this world. That is, that means, they live lives that is in conformity to the pattern, to the ages, to the standard of the world. They were worldly. Simply put. and ba Paul, they were they were uh, living according to according to the course of his world world course here refers to ages they were living according to the ages of his world tungkol na yung biblia especially sa mga letters ni paul you will see there na may ara siang dua pa ages sa bible the present age and the age to come ang age to come ni is, is the age wherein ang misaya nagre- Ang present age is an age since sa time ni Adam until sa pagbaling ni Christ. So, the kita sa in a sense sa present age, but at the same time we are also living in the age to come because Christ is already exercising His rule over us. So, go para naman. So, sa una, sa present evil age, oh, ang balik sa, sa Galatians 4, verse uh Galatians 1, verse 4, manipul, we describe yung Age as present evil age. Nga, because ang Ininga Age sa kaliputan is full of wicked men in wickedness, and ang World is actually functioning, is running sa, according sa rebellion sa Gino. Nag-start ina sa Genesis pa. we will continue. But at the same time, uh, it is also true an uh, age to come sa pag ni Christ the first time in His incarnation na dito, through His salvation ya crucifixion and ya resurrection we are now living in the age to come pero sana pa ano pa lang tilaw-tilaw lang danay, na kaysa uli, ang fulfillment ang age to come na dikabon Christ will finally a rule in the new heavens and the new earth no You are living in conformity to this world who is functioning in rebellion sa Ginoo na creates it. It does not mean world itself physically but it means to mga powers na govern ang mga thinking, ang mga mindset. No wonder ang paliwanag sa Romans 12, you have to be renewed say mind. No longer nasa pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Ang picture ang worldliness, specifically sa Ephesians, at least mayara kita gamay ng paghangok, or may chindihan tagamay, ano din din din, anong dinareferging ni din 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 Paul specifically with regards to worldliness, to living according to the course of this world? in Ephesians 4, sa letter naman mismo. Ephesians 4, verse 17, sorry ko sa um, mga nagkakalipat ko okay lang ito alam mga pilotin ha ako ah, ah, okay. kasi o nakatulad ito sa mga parboard <laughs> so Ephesians 4 17 to 19 ang bagi po so this I say in a firm together with the Lord that you walk no longer just as the Gentiles also walk paano maglaka ang mga Gentiles how do the Gentiles walk ginsabang ni actually sa Ephesians 2 Verse 11. But Paul, therefore, remember that formerly you, the Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by the so-called circumcision, which is performed in the flesh by human hands, remember that you were at that time separate from Christ. That's a description of a person who is walking according to the course of this world. He's separate from Christ excluded from the commonwealth of Israel which means he is outside of the family the people of God strangers to the covenant of promise which is a covenant with the Lord and there is no hope and without God in the world. That is also saying that they are living in idolatry. If you remember Acts 19 verse 11 to 41, sang yung tokod lang ang church at Ephesus anong pinakonaw na problema ni Paul na Kaya mga tao hindi na maburship sa Gades dito sa Ephesus which is Athena and hindi na sila mag-worship kaya ano na tabo ang mga pagans riot nag-again sila kay Pablo and they were actually seeking na i-bistoy ang church yeah. kaya ilang uh, idolatry sa mga tao na convert to Christianity hindi na mag-worship sa ilang uh, Diyos-Diyos and that is a picture of worldliness and I tell you that is also a picture before God worked in our hearts. Hindi wala, before nato nakilala ang Diyos, ang tagi-pusoon at sa kung ano ang ginambahal sa kalibutan na dapat ang muna. Dapat ang muna yung desire mo. Dapat ang muna yung mga priorities in life. Dapat ikaw ang magpinakasikap. Dapat ikaw ang may pinakataas na posisyon. Dapat ikaw ang may pinakataas na pwarta. I'm not saying that ang mga 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 bagay is sin. Sin. But that is the way the world shapes our minds. Naabo as if amo ng pinakapunto sa kabuhi. Fame, glory, possessions, health even. Pusibli man ang katabo. In a time of COVID, COVID-19, sa atin yung puso ko, ang mga tao, pot, nagpot naliwat sa prime sa ilang health. Pero may imbalance naman yung katabo kasi mag-health nang dapat i hindi nang ginawa lahatang sa mga. But still idolatry. So, let me ask you. Remember, remember, kung ano makasunk sa yung mga mga idols before ka din rescue sa Diyos. Ano mga idols na nakasunan sa kong topo yan? Dapo. But living in idolatry is actually living according to the course of this world. When we do not worship the one true God, when we do not worship Him, and we do not love Him, and when we do not obey Him, actually, ang opposite na ang ginahimaw na itong question, and that is, worshiping idols. And one mark sa worldliness is idolatry. Another thing a mark sa worldliness is godlessness. Wala sang Diyos sa kabuhin. Matawo, tao, o galiv lang according sa Oh, mina malamang nika buhi supong sobra hon ko niya kon supong makita na na clear ni sa kina kinaput ipunto pag intrang ni Paul sa third ng influence nila. So, ang paul, before si Angel Salvador sang Dios, the main make a lifes Dios from his state of sin. He lives according to the course of this world. Second thing, he lives according bali Paul according to the prince of the power of the air of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. In other words, he is living under the influence of Satan. So world, hindi lang world, but also ang the govern sa world. Hmm. but Paul, you are living according to the prince of the power of the air. Ang, ang phrase ng na, prince of the power of the air actually refers to Satan having dominion over sa wicked man over sa sinful world. Kamunin nga bali ng Jesus at John 12, 31, kung, kung sinong wala na-believe kay Christ, they are actually under sang rule ni Satan. So there really is spiritual realm na sometimes gakalipat kita. In fact, kamalina ni Paul sa sa 2 Corinthians 4, 4, ang, ang primary nga work sang sang ni Satan, which is ginabal naman din no? working now in the sons of disobedience is actually blinding people from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Now Buddy ano? Sanno 2 Corinthians 4.4 in whose case must start from verse 3 verse 3. Second Corinthians 4.3 and even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In whose case the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that you might not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God. Kabalipol, sa una, Ephesians, sa ngarap sa you live according to the God of this world. This God of this world is now the Spirit, now working in the sons of disobedience. That is saying, na before kita rescue sang Dios. From the kingdom of darkness, from the from from the from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, para kita sa dominion taysarol misaikan. It is not far fetched to say, nasa muna, yung mga demonyo man kita misa, the mga demonyo man kita man paano Pang na nabaalan, because they, we were also sons of disobedience. We were also those people that lived in disobedience to God. Paano na si Satan at works Because there were people, there are people, who is now, not saan pa consciously, hindi, hindi dyan magpalapit sa dinong, hindi saan naman. Sinong gawork sa ngilang at hindi po so on? Si Satan. And this is true, also of the Ephesians, and this is also true of us. How do we know na dead in sin, sige kita sa muna? Because we were also sons of disobedience. kasi kahit magbalik pa kita ng kabuoan po o sa actually we are still sons of disobedience simply put, balik James, kung may isa pulo ka commandment, may isa ka lang at ibalik, ang ten ibalik. What does that make us? Disobedience. Disobedience kita ang atong mga state, ang natural na atong sa siyempre is disobedience. Na! Pasunan namanan natin kay Adam. And na! Because Satan, the deceiver, the accuser, is constantly working sa mga sons of Jesus. So ang, ang mga Ephesians, before sila din salbar, sa, sa, sa ilang mga sala, they live according to this world, and they live according sa rule ni Satan. And ang yung manifestation sa rule ni Satan is, is work in inciting men to rebel against God. And blinding them from seeing the light of the glory of the gospel of Christ. And here's, here's an interesting thought. Hindi hey, ba nangalali, naman si Christ sa cross? Di direct naman si Christ in power? Kung Paul sa si Ephesians 1, si Christ nang the rule, di ba? Rulers, authorities under nasa di, How Hindi hau kamasy upward di hapon in the sense of disobedience. Simplemento, lang ba? Di ba? pang ba? Di ba? Di ba? Di ba? Di ba? Di ba? 6, verse 12, warned the Ephesians. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world a uh, world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. In other words, di ba, Ephesians one the Paul, verse 3, invest sa in Christ in the heavenly places. Tapos hambal niya sa Ephesians 1 verse 9:20, nga si Christ din raised from the dead and is seated in the heavenly places. And then hambal niya sa Ephesians 2 verse verse 6, kita man din raised with Christ in the heavenly places. Pero it is also a reality that in the heavenly places there is what we call spiritual warfare. Ephesians 6.12 Ang struggle nato hindi lang na against flesh and blood. So yes, Christ is now ruling and we are seated with Him. But ang bali po, hindi lang kamumag-lapse. Kaya ang battle is still raging. We are still against the forces of darkness. Ang heavenly places may it speaks of the spiritual realm. It does not mean some air literally, but it means on spiritual realm na nakatabot. Na sometimes hindi natin makita ang eyes, I mean not sometimes, always, hindi natin makita ang eyes, but is a present reality. Here's the thing, tungod nga naanag kita, magtulog sa mga bagay na makitaan sa ating mata physically, sometimes nakalpat kita sa mga muling But there's also a battle going on in the spiritual realm. Pero comfort natin ito is in our waging war, in our battle against the evil forces in the heavenly places, comfort San Christiano is that Christ is already is already there reigning and you are seated we are seated with him in the heavenly places. And That someday, in the age to come, Christ will rule in the new heavens and the new earth. And we will reign with him. So I'm Christiano. Before the na nakilala and us, before she had raised from death to life, lived according to this world, lived according to Satan, and lastly, Paul verse 3 Among them we too all formerly lived in the lusts of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. Kagi ang ginagamit ni Paul ng mga pronoun, second person plural, you! You! Pero unless ma-misunderstand sila sa isang iskisyans, ano ba ni Paul? And anyway. we. Anong ginagamit ni Paul? Hambal niya, among them, we. Sino nga them ang ginagamit? Anong before niya ginagamit niya? Ang sons of disobedience. Among the sons of disobedience, aarang makita ko sa muna. We too! All formerly, again, implies na past tense na naisala kay Paul sa Ephesians at sa mga saints in the scripture. So, we all formerly lived in the desires of the flesh. So, ang condition isang tao, before siya sa iyang asala, was that he is influenced by the world, he is influenced by Satan, ang both na is outside forces but the last is internal ang flesh niya ang gag-influence fluenza he lived in the lusts of our flesh indulging the desires of the flesh ang flesh here basta malambagyan is it called flesh it always refers to the sinful nature na dimana kay Ana tungkol sa ato niya First nga parent, first father, kita pa for sinful at birth. Ang naman ni David Psalm 51, in sin, did my mother conceive me. In other words, it does not just mean uh, sinful na sa sulod, but sa pagbata pa lang sa imo. Baka sa ka na. I know, no? No, no? Nakiyot-kyot mga babies. But don't you also see, sang reality na bata pa lang na makasasalaan hindi pa ubraha ubraha niya ako you don't do that inipag ka na ah uh, that's ah uh, kung saan pa dirty go dangerous Indigit. may ang kung saan pa simple nature nagawa ang idea at birth pa and then ang lain pada kaya wala nang nag sa dira sa sige niya kabuhay din sa kalimutan and going to the world influence ng Satan, mas nagalala, So living in the lusts of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh. Now, I'm flesh, ang sinful nature, my lusts and my desires. This, this means sa mga sinful inclinations sa katal nature. Lust of the flesh does not just mean sexual sins. Paul actually made a list Last of the flesh in Galatians 5, which I think we should we should do well to read. Galatians 5, verse 19, following. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery. Enmities, strife, jealousy. You know, because you're always after me, he said. So he know. There's part of that in flesh. Mm. Outburst of anger. May mga tao, What? How many people want to explain the grace? No, ma'am. I. Actually, I explained it. scripture? I'm explaining Because you are sinful by nature. Outburst of anger, disputes. So, hindi lang mo personal mo. It also includes your relationship with others. Hmm. Dissensions, factions, hmm. envying, hmm. drunkenness, hmm. carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, hmm. that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Right. So, ang lust of the flesh, na gina-indulge sa mga in which they live in, in lang sa mga sexual na sins, but all kinds of sins coming from a heart that is sinful by nature. Kabal mm. ni Calvin, ay, ang tagi po sa orton, kung ano sa isang taong sa factory of idols. Not just actually of idols, but also of all sinful inclinations. It is true nga ba? Sa Genesis chapter 6, no sa chimpo, niyo what? Totoo niyo siya sa ng Saturn niya, chimpo, subo? Men live na continually. Anong thoughts niya? evil, sin. But for, let in the lust of our flesh indulge In other words, di ba, sino na niya, di magkako? Di ba ginaindulge na sa ating masyempre sa pagkawal? Ice cream or cake? Diba? Ah, sige, sige. Amo man yung lifestyle. Isang tao, kung nga pa tayo sa salat. Continually ginafeel kami ang asinful nature. Mm manan ba ni Paul and we're by nature children of the wrath that simply means that by nature we deserve the wrath and the judgment of God hmm. this implies na why ka pa napakay at your present sinful condition, ang tao righteous your recipient na sang kaakit si Dios, at sang raf siyempre mo si Salak. It corroborates what Jesus said in John chapter three verse thirty six. Nang Christ sa mga walaga believe sa akin, the wrath of God abides in him. Children of wrath men living in their sinful flesh. So, sa ang mga before si naging sang Dios, they were living according to the Spirit, they were living according to the Prince of the Power of the Air, which is si Satan, and they were living in the indulgence of their flesh. These three things prove sa ang ginahambal ni sa ng patay ka in sa hmm. transgressions, and trespasses, and sins. And the truth is, ang ginahambal din ni Pablo sa ila is tutuon man sa ato. Tutuon man sa ato. Sa muna, patayin kita sa ato ng mga salak. Nagmakita niya na sa ato ng pag-live according sa sinya kalubutan. Pag-live according sa rule ni Satan and then sa pag-link according sa pag, pag-indulge sa atal na flesh. In other words, the point is, ang sinful life, ang man na dead in sin, is living under the influence of the world, Satan, and his sinful nature. Nature. Why do choose to apply lang nature to? by nature children of life. Now, this proves yung sinfulness natin causes us to be dead in sins. Kung abo na yung mga kabuhi, sa so nindescribe ni Paul, how can we not say na kita patay sa sin. In response to people na hindi magbaton sa ginatawag na patay ka in your sins, how can you not say? Tolu ko mo ang ang sa ng isang katao according to world, according to sky, itana, according to flesh. How can you not say? How can you still deny sang pamatuuran ng pagkaibiya ang tao in sin apart from God. Ngunit kahit ay man, tuwing kalaaylayan ng konpesyon sa iyo. Ngunit kahit anuman kung ano ka desperado so. sa puntong natin na situation some state sa How hopeless condition apart from grace. Dead in sins. This is the natural condition. This is actually the bad news. This is the bad news which we should do well to ponder. Naah. It is only through a proper understanding of our sinfulness that we would come to a greater appreciation of the gloriousness of the grace of God in Christ to us. No, pariyos sang, sang gold na nakitaan mo lutak, mas na da, mas na makitaan mo ang preciousness, ang binuti sa gold, because it is contrasted with my clay, dirt, wickedness. So ang grace ang dino, mas gagakita. when we affirm now, yes, we were dead in our transgressions. Naka, because the story does not end there. Naba ni Paul, chapter 2, verse 4. This is our hope, and the hope of all people who are still dead in their sins. Verse 4, but God, being rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions and sins, made us alive together with Christ. By grace we have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come he might show the surpassing riches of His grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. In light of our sin God's power in this shines even more brighter. Mm. And, uh, praise God! Mm. Sayang, yeah, goodbye. Now let me end with an exhortation. kay Titus, God, Tit Anatol, wow, gra, big gracias ng Dios. Aring exhortation ni Paul in light sa nito na Anatol. Ephesians 4:17 to 24. Let me read. So this I say Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17 following and the money sa aton, especially sa na hindi sa sala but sa So this I say in a form together with the Lord that you walk no longer just as the Gentiles also walk in the futility of their mind being darkened in their understanding excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them because of the hardness of their heart and they, having become callous have given themselves over to sensuality for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness but you did not learn Christ in this way if indeed you have heard him and have been taught in him, just as truth is in Jesus, that in reference to your former manner of life, in reference to your deadness and sins you lay aside the old self which is being corrupted in accordance with the lusts of the seed, and that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new self which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth, As people who were dead but now alive, our response is worship to God and obedience. Anong tura sa obedience? Putting off the old self and putting on the rest. Grabe ang magayang sangin mo. And I believe sa pagtuon pag-in natin, chapter 2, verse 4 to 7, next week, makikana natin and repeat. There are more there is some for us to be grateful and joyful and thankful sa akin ng Diyos. Sa Diyos gracious sa Let's pray. Our Father in Heaven who he is gracious. Grace may ili makung atyong would make a man who is dead in sin to be alive in purpose. Lord, in light of this truth, help us to ourselves and help us to come to a better understanding. Not just in our minds, but in our hearts. Sa pamatuunan, sa kansin mo kami sa muna at kansin mo na kami subong by your grace. Lord, you deserve all the glory. May isang mga kapalit. We pray, even in this church, Lord, pakita mo through their lives ang grace mo, ang gloriousness and grace mo. Wherever they are, their work, Lord, their uh, conversations with others, their uh, studies, and their households, kami makitaan, pag-iklaro, ang mga ino, dahil sa ibigay. Please, Lord,